One day, child, I won't have to listen to your lie. On that day, I'll be able to make up my own mind. You know, I think I done finally realized. Yes, I have. Hey, and welcome to the Me, My Thoughts, and Nice podcast, the podcast where I talk about whatever's on my mind. We talk to myself all the time anyway, so I figured I might as well record it and get some of this off my chest. And uh, today, what's on my mind? Happy Juneteenth, y'all. That was on my mind. Um, but besides Juneteenth, also uh, Miss Octavia Butler and just, uh, just some other things that I've determined that I should have been known about. With that, let me uh, get into talking about Juneteenth. So if you didn't know, Juneteenth celebrated on today. June 19th is the day that many slaves found out that they were actually free. So this happened on June 19, 1865, a whole two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was issued back in uh, January 1st of 1863. This happened particularly out in Galveston, Texas. Um, there was a general... General Gordon Granger, who was going out there leading the Union forces, I guess, to quell whatever Confederate resistance that might have still been going on and found out that there were still people um, enslaved out there. And so he issued the following order. The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves. And the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that between employer and hired labor. The freedmen are advised to remain quietly at the present homes and work for wages. They are informed that they will not be allowed to collect at military posts and that they will not be supported in idleness either there or elsewhere. And so once again, that was two and a half years after Emancipation Proclamation, where we were supposed to be free at that point. And this was particularly like I said, out in, in Galveston, Texas, and it, and it makes you wonder exactly how much longer it took for, I guess, all enslaved people to to be free. So in thinking about this and, and being one of those things that I felt like I should have been known about, it's, it's because I didn't really know about Juneteenth until recently like I probably may have heard for the first time maybe an undergrad probably not till after sometime after so like mid to late 20s it's just not something that people spoke about or talked about um around me even as many black people as I grew up around um I was home this weekend for Father's Day and and I mentioned it to my pops um and it was like, yeah, I think I, I heard about that or, or something like that. I kind of know what that is. I mean, to him and my other family, like, it wasn't anything major. Um, and I don't think a lot of people I know really celebrate it. But it's, it's, a, it's a holiday. It's the African-American holiday for sure. Um, should be a federal holiday as well. Um, we have to celebrate July. Not have to, but we celebrate July 4th, this country's Independence Day. But my people clearly weren't free at the time. So this is an important date to note because it's even though, I mean, you could celebrate the Emancipation Proclamation. I mean, even that could have been a federal holiday or there's other days out there. But um, this is just something that I guess the idea of if we all aren't free, we all aren't free. You know what I'm saying? Or we ain't free till we all free. There we go. 
Yeah, so I, I decided I took the day off work. I, I've never celebrated before. I didn't really start hearing or thinking more seriously about it until last year. And um, this is the, one of my favorite podcasts, TQ&J. They have an event going on in New York today. But um, I believe one of them mentioned that they took off work for it. And I was like, you know what? I should take off work for that. That is a holiday that I should be celebrated. And, and I just started thinking about it. reminded me of Kwanzaa, too. It's something that should have been taken more or should be taken more seriously. Um so we have a, a monumental day like Juneteenth here that celebrates independence and freedom, but it's virtually unheard of. And then so it doesn't get celebrated. And then you have a day like or a celebration like Kwanzaa, which is Kwanzaa is something that I knew about growing up. It's always been known, but it's always been known as a quote unquote joke. Like it's never been taken seriously around me. It's always been a butt of a joke. And and. I started being like, you know what, maybe, you know, Kwanzaa has a lot of good principles. It should be something that should be celebrated more and, and not taken so lightly. And, and I just think about pretty much anything when it comes to black history and, and achievements. And it's been holidays we're, we're not taken seriously enough. There's an article uh, about Juneteenth written on Slate. Uh, I think it's from a year to go by Jamel Bowie, and I'll link it in the show notes as well as I'll link this uh, article by Henry Louis Gates Jr. Um, but in it, he spoke on, uh, Jamel spoke on how celebrations were. They started being celebrated in 1866 and celebrations were picking up in popularity and, and, and being done more until basically Jim Crow came through and was like, nah, y'all good. And, and that kind of just quelled the celebrations for whatever reason, which probably plays a part as to why it's not as widely known. Although I know some people do it. Um, I was looking for a celebration this year, but there was something going on around me, but I was out of town for Father's Day and, um, I might see today if there's something going on. I didn't really see anything, but if I could find something to go join in, later but this is definitely something that going forward i'm celebrating and i'm you know signal boosting and i'm talking about because it's important um it's an important date which then made me think about reconstruction period um in history and it and look, i hated history going through school because i felt like for like seven years straight look, definitely middle and high school we learned the same exact period of american history and we learned the same exact thing all the time. So we learned the same thing year after year, uh, leaving out mass gaps and looking, glossing over everything. Um, so like with reconstruction, that was something that's touched on. I just knew, Hey, that's the period after the civil war where people were working on rebuilding the South. But what I've been learning through other books and articles and essays I've been reading over the past couple of years, I've been understanding that. Reconstruction period was actually a, a pretty important time for black Americans. And it was a time period where we started um, actually having political uh, positions and uh, power. And, and there was actually seemed to be, from what I can tell, uh, steps forward in, in, in racial issues. And till that joke of Jim Crow came through, it was like, nah, y'all good, bro. And so, but that's just what I've been hearing more so in the, per, or reading more so in the peripheral. Like I, I, I have noted that I want to read more specifically about what happened during that time frame, but it's just interesting, not surprising, but interesting and frustrating that we never understood this. Like I, plus I'm from the South and 
South Carolina at that. And and so when we learn history, our books and, and, and at least the way the teachers taught it, it was definitely slanted to be a little more empathetic towards the Confederate. Like I just remember one of my teachers just going off. Like, Man, just imagine where Columbia would be now or South Carolina would be now if uh, so-and-so, whatever the general name was, came down here and didn't come down here and burn up Columbia, blah, blah, blah. We would be amazed. And I was like, yo, you mad, bro, huh? Yeah, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you didn't care about what the Confederate was fighting for. Not that necessarily everybody in the Union was saints, but you know how I go. But yeah, so that's that's just one of the things that, that I'm thinking about. Like, these are things I should have been on about and, and why self-education is so important. Um, I've been talking about it for years. I ain't really, really been doing it and started adhering to my own lesson until, you know, the past few years. But it's every, every day I learn. I'm like, man, this is it's so much, so much out there that we don't know. Well, I don't know. And, and the masses don't know that they should. We should know. And move right along with more stuff that I should have been new. This past weekend, I finished reading... Well, I started and finished reading Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sour. Now, on the book itself, the book is fire. It is captivating the mug. Um, honestly, it's a little scary because it's about a dystopian future um, that seems very, very realistic. Uh, way more, if I want to compare it to 1984, it scared me. 1984, I was like, whatever. But this one just seemed the way it was. It was less. 1984 is Big, ooh, big brother's watching you and the government is going to be controlling every aspect of your life. And not that that per se couldn't happen and doesn't happen in a sense, but parable of the sour was more the government is failing you and you have all these politicians that keep coming in and getting elected for president saying, oh, I'm going to restore America back to its great power or whatever. But which, you know, I guess in a year of or the administration, current administration that maybe made it touch a little too close to home. And, you know, she wrote this back in like 93, but it's a great book. But Octavia Butler is also someone who I didn't really know of too much until recently, despite, um, you know, how amazing she is. And, and I've heard that people say that unless you're like really, really hardcore sci-fi fantasy reader, like you wouldn't know who she is, which is unfortunate because one, she has all of these and I've read, I've read fantasy and sci-fi books. I read a lot just in general growing up and I took like six Englishes in high school, not because I failed or anything, but I was, I came in a year ahead with, with English. Then they doubled me up my sophomore year gave me, so I had junior and senior English as a sophomore. Then they, invented an English five because they said something legally. I had to take a English or a math every year or something like that, but not everybody did it. So it was, they brought in a teacher from a different district. Oh, sorry. No, my, different high school, but in my same district to teach this English five class to like seven of us. Um, and then I ended up taking high school, I mean, college English with the local tech school for my senior year. So English one on one and one on two. All them Englishes, all the different works we read. Never once came across Octavia Butler. Took a fiction class my sophomore year in college. We read 1984, read a bunch of other whatever yeah, books. Never heard of Octavia Butler. And this is a class specifically for reading great works of fiction. And then like Octavia has all of these awards and accolades. She has multiple Hugo and Nebula Awards, which are just sort of like the highest honors for um, sci-fi and fantasy writers. And then she also was the first, the first science fiction writer to 
be awarded the MacArthur MacArthur uh, Genius Grant, which is a big deal, which is basically saying, yo, you are identified as the best, the brightest, the most original of your craft. You're the best of the best. She has all these accolades. And yet I still never heard of her until I'm out of school, which doesn't make sense. Um, you know, we only get a couple of bones. Like I hear a little Langston, a little whoever, um, maybe Zora Neale Hurston. I've known that name before, but it's barely get any respect for, for, for black authors. Um, despite all the great works that they have out here and all these classic literature and all that is, of course, has to be white people, which I'm once again, no surprise. We know how that goes. I don't even want to go too deep into that, but. Yeah, I just wanted to give shouts out and props. I mean, our rest in peace as well to Octavia Butler. Um, I'm mad I'm so late, but I'm here. And so I have the second book in Parable of the Sour queued up to read after I get through a couple of other books I have in my list. And um, and I will be reading more. Um, going along with Octavia, another person that I didn't, just real quick, another person that I didn't know about was James Baldwin until recent years as well. Same thing. This person who I find out is such an influential person and and just creates some of the best works uh, of literature and never brought up in any of my classes out of all the English classes I've had. <laughs> you know, you get old men in the seat seven times in a row, but, you know, you don't hear a little, you don't hear James Baldwin or Octavia Butler, not near time, but whatever. So that's really all I had. I just wanted to... Just kind of talk about, share a little joy and, and talk about things I I should have been new that I didn't know about. And I'm learning every day and, and coming across um, several different works of art and uh, important historical figures and dates that school system honestly just failed me and everyone else on in, in terms of educating and learned that it's, it's going to be up to me. So let me know some things that you felt like you should have been on about that you didn't learn about until say like your twenties or, or older, just different authors or, or works of art or, or, or whoever or whatever. Um, yeah, because like I said, school system failed a lot of us and, and not trying to do a episode on school reform or nothing. Cause I definitely don't have the answers on that, but there, there's, there's so much great works, um, and so much history out there that we don't know. And we aren't teaching that, generations need to know about um so yeah <laughs> not to wrap it up but other than that so yeah just let me know if there's anything that you felt like you should have been known about and or you didn't learn about until what you feel is very late in the game and i mean it might be something else that i need to know about now that i didn't even know so yeah just hit me um comments blog whatever and you know thank you for the listen all right Peace. Thanks for listening to the Me, My Thoughts and Eyes podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Thoughts and Eyes. That's I spelled E-Y-E-S. Find the podcast on Anchor FM, Google Play, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. As well as find links to episodes and more content on my blog, me, my thoughts and eyes dot wordpress dot com. Once again, that's I's E-Y-E-S. Thank you for listening.